Hello and welcome to Look for the Helpers, an ICT SOS podcast. My name is Amber Gonzalez, the Education Coordinator for ICT SOS. When our favorite neighbor Fred Rogers was a boy and would see scary things in the news, his mother would say to him, Look for the helpers. You will always see people helping. Today, the helpers we are looking to are Shelly Chinberg of Big Brothers Big Sisters and Haley Butts. Haley Butts is the volunteer manager, and Shelly Chinberg is the regional area director <laughs> of South Central Kansas Big Brothers Big Sisters. Their mission is to create and support one to one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. Today, we're going to be talking about the seven reasons that you should become a mentor this fall, as well as the connection between becoming a mentor and anti-trafficking work. As always, don't forget to subscribe to Look for the Helpers and consider signing up to become a monthly sponsor. You can do both of these things on anchor.fm forward slash ICTSOS. You can also find out more at www.ictsos.org. All right. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, And as you said, as you were walking in, you're so excited to be um, not on a screen with people, but in real life. Very glad for that. that. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see faces. That is so cool. Um, So how are you guys? Go ahead and and, um, throw out your name so that we can have a name associated with your voice here for our listeners. And then tell me how you are, how you're handling all of this. Okay, my name is Shelly. I am doing fine. Our organization is weathering the storm, I think, as as well as can be expected. We've learned to do things in different ways, from raising money to recruiting volunteers to enrolling volunteers virtually, and even helping our matches start meeting virtually. But I think we've kind of adapted to that, and we're kind of enjoying the flex work from home work from work world and personally I vacillate between loving it and hating it depends on how many zoom calls I have in a day (laughs) I think that's a pretty true statement for a lot of people right now yeah Yeah. and then how are you how are you personally with all of this handling things Uh, you know I I'm doing good I think uh it's we've had some of the best weather that I can remember on the planet so it's even if you have to sit on zoom calls all day it's nice to be able to just go outside and bask in our beautiful weather so i'm doing okay love it love it yeah Yeah, this is a really good fall yeah and we We, had a pretty awesome spring and yeah did a little hiking and yeah usually here in kansas we just kind of skip fall we go from summer and then it's still really really hot and then it freezes so i'm with you there i've really liked this yeah nice and then how about you Haley? So I'm Haley Betts. I'm the volunteer manager for Kansas Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, So my team and I, we do all of the volunteer recruitment. Um, Then we also handle the marketing and um, but really, we always tell people, I mean, it's one of the best jobs because we, I mean, y'all know how it is here as well at ICT SOS, but uh, we get to work with people who want to give just a little bit of their personal time mm-hmm. to really change the trajectory of a youth. Um, and it's you know, a lot simpler than a lot of people put it, you know, think about it. So yeah. we really just go out and educate the importance of positive mentors Uh, in these kids lives and we kind of are a fun sunshine part to their day as well so we just get to be that encourager and just kind of help them to look at the big picture not just what's for dinner but am I going to go to college or kind of have that big picture 
See, she's already selling being a mentor and not telling about how she's doing. I joke with people. I drank the Kool-Aid, but it's legitimate Kool-Aid. It it works. It has facts behind it. So I I love it. Um, And yeah, personally, I have two awesome boys. Uh, They're eight and 12. And um, again, you know, part school and part, you know, schooling from home. So it has been a challenge. It's been a little bit overwhelming. For sure. You know, balance all of that. But I mean, they're, as kids do, very resilient and adaptable. And so it's been, um, yeah, it's been busy, uh, which is, I don't know. I remember we not being busy when we were all oh, shut yeah. down. And we're like, oh, ready for busyness. And okay, slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I love that. How would you guys say your kids are doing, the, the mentees or the kids that are in your program during all of this? What I think has it it's been like. I think it's tough times, and we hear stories. I mean, there's lost jobs. There are parents at home that didn't have any technical expertise. I mean, you know, it runs the gamut. But we did. We had a lot of organizations and people, personal people, that came out initially in the stay-at-home and um, did food drives to help get some of them food because really and. I have the stats I can share with you later, but we have some really low income kids. Like the majority of our kids are in households earning $15,000 or less. So it's a lot. It's a lot for any parent, but then a lot of them have a lot of siblings in the home. And uh, so, yeah, I think some of them are doing good. And most of the stories we get to hear are from our bigs. And so they're still working in ways to try and meet with them virtually or in person and, and we've heard some great stories about things they've done virtually and in person during this pandemic. So I'm sure, like she said, they they are the sunshine for these kids and mm. gets gets them out a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, I love that. So I can't imagine for our listeners that many of them don't know what Big Brothers Big Sisters is. Um, it's such a big name and it's been around for such a long time. But would you mind just kind of explaining who you are, what you do, just in case there's somebody out there like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Big Brothers Big Sisters nationally has been around over 116 years, I think. And here in Kansas, started here in Sedgwick County um, 50 years ago. I think it was 1969. And um, we do one-to-one mentoring. That's all we do. I mean, that is our mission and our focus. Um, we match only youth facing adversity. So like I said, we have a risk assessment that we give to every child that comes to us wanting to be in the program to measure the amount of risk they have. First of all, we're trying to get to know them so we can put them in a best fit match. That's part of the process. But also just so we can understand all of the adversities that the little and their families are facing so we can accurately portray that to their best fit match big which is the cornerstone of the big brothers big sisters program and that is we don't just do first come first serve we're really looking for match personalities common interests i mean you know how you pick your friends right we we Haley and i joke a lot that maybe we were like the first match.com and we just aren't getting any royalties for that because it really <laughs> is a, a process and it works really well and in the end we give the big uh two or three littles usually to read through that we have 
we think would be best fit matches and then they actually picked their little so they have ownership in it and so we're trying to really match them well so um, we serve the most vulnerable youth um, 5 to 17 and we match them with only adults we used to have a high school program we don't do that anymore because these kids are facing some extreme um, adversities and so we're trying we kind of did away with that in 2015 and so we matched them only with adults and yeah they're just looking to be a positive role model it really is simple you spend three to four hours a month at your flexible schedule go do what you want to do you know and and that's what we can't convince a lot of people of that it really doesn't take a lot of time sure but it's super fun yeah yeah yeah, it's awesome so you mentioned several things that i wanted to ask you a few questions of um and do you think i could have so i handed you this is the article that um and who is this on your team that did somebody on your team write this or is this from the national yeah miss holly herring holly herring um, she does a lot of our marketing and she started writing this blog not very long ago but it's been fun because we have so many stories we're like we need to archive all of these amazing stories yeah so yeah yeah I love that. I love that. Um, and I want to, I don't know if you can share some of those stories or if you have some highlights or things, but I'd love to hear that today um, on our podcast. But um, one of the things I just want to back up. So from this article, it's the the seven reasons why you should become a, a, a big this fall. Um, and so Holly wrote that, like you said, of the kids we serve, 85% live at or below poverty level. She also said one in four will not walk across the stage and get their high school diploma. Um, 80% come from single parent homes, 60% come from homes with drug and or alcohol abuse, 40% have either personally witnessed or experienced domestic violence. So like you said, um, these are kids that come from very hard places, but then also with COVID happening, there's just another stress on top of that, right? Yes. So um, talk to me a little bit about what are you looking for in a mentor and an adult to be able to speak into a kid's life who's experiencing some of these things it really is an adult that can commit to one year because we don't like to create more transition for these kids so like i said we're looking to build long lasting friendships basically um but there really isn't a resume for it sure you want to take that i mean sure i mean we have like you said all types of people we have introverted um, we were laughing because we have a wonderful big brother out at Spirit Aerosystem, Phil Snell, and he speaks for us quite a bit. And he could not be more polar opposite than myself. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, speaking to, you know, we he's like. He's an to, engineer. He's an engineer. So <laughs> yeah. I'm a little wild for them. No, a little bubbly. No. But, um, yeah, so that's why we have so many different types of kids on the wait list because we need a lot. I mean, we have so many types of mentors. So, like she said, you know, we. We choose our friends, like people that are like us, who are interested yeah. in what we're interested, or you know, in the same thing that we are yeah. interested in. Yeah. So, so eighteen and above, eighteen can and be above. A mentor, and we tell people you you just come in and tell us who you are, and we get to know you, and we will find a little like you because you were all kids once. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. <sighs> if you need to, yeah. Sorry, I didn't turn that off when I came in. No worries. I will say that, well, and I, I should have checked before I came in, but we have mentors who are near 80. I mean, yeah. we have a huge draw for even, you know, older bigs who sure. have had that life experience or maybe a little bit more, they have a little more expendable time and yeah. money. And, and not that it costs money to be a big, but 
um, just sharing those life experiences, kids really gravitate. I know you want to share with that, the kid with the, the, the big brother who was real mechanically inclined. Oh yeah, I mean this this gentleman is seventy two years old, and he kind of looks like Santa Claus, and you know we try to do best fit match, so we weren't finding a youth right away that was he, but he is mechanically inclined. Well, it turns out, and he's very patient and very quiet and very calm. Turns out, here comes this young man who. I mean, he's on the spectrum at some level. He is legally blind and legally deaf. Now he has some vision and some hearing, but he is legally blind and deaf. But he is very mechanically inclined and loves to build old bikes and work on cars. And that's exactly what this gentleman loved to do. So sometimes those things are just kismet and they come together. So they're now matched and I love that having a great time. So, yeah. So that leads to my next question then. Um, So it sounds like 18 and above Mm -hmm. and just be who you are. Mm -hmm. That's what you're looking for. Right. Commit to a year. We do ask at least a year. Okay. Committing to a year, three to four hours a month and just being yourself, right? Just be willing and have an open heart. And then you said, um, you know, you kind of wish you had maybe got in on the match.com thing before it kind of (laughs) took off because maybe, you know, I I guess in my mind, like there's some kind of algorithm or something that it takes to matching people. But it sounds like it's just getting to know the kids, it's getting to know the adults and trying to figure out what's gonna click, what's gonna work. So talk to me a little bit more about your match process. Oh, I'd love to because I think that sets us apart from a lot of other mentoring organizations we, when you come in, if you want to be a big, um, we're going to go through an info session. First of all, that would probably be with Haley. And that's just a short thing that says, here's what it takes to be a big and what we're asking. And yes, do you want to? No, do you not? If you do want to, then you're going to move forward and we're going to do a personal interview and they're going to talk about your likes and your dislikes and the adversities you're comfortable working with and those that you're not. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it is pretty extensive list. Sure. Um, Do you like to craft or are you into sports or do you don't not want to pick someone else past Westry? I mean, it's pretty extensive because we're trying to make this work very well. And then we do the same thing on with the littles, pretty much. We go meet them and their families at their homes. We kind of understand what the home looks like, what the home environment is, what kind of big this young man or woman is looking for. And then we kind of come together. We write up these extensive subjective comments, and they are very extensive, and it goes through a screen team. And so, you know, you've got this volunteer, we've got, you know, match support specialists who do this work on a regular basis. And you've got this volunteer and they'll pick two or three littles that they think, but then it goes through a screen team and they'll think, well, what about this one? Or what about this one? And, and so it's, it's a pretty awesome prospect um, process when they finally pick the kids that they're going to show to this volunteer to let them pick from. Okay. We also do a screen team on volunteers because we want to make sure we know them well and that, you know, they understand the roles. And so it goes through a team too. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty extensive process. It takes about 30 to 45 days at best. Okay. Yeah. Although I will say we just had somebody matched in nine days. A lot of that has to do with availability of the volunteer schedule. And a number one thing that holds bigs from being processed mm. as efficiently as possible is getting references back. So it's mm. we we pull references from the volunteering, you know, personal empl- employer, and then you know acquaintances. But um, but 
this girl, she was determined. She's like, I'm going to be the fastest ever. And yet nine days. That's yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's like, I know the need. Uh-huh. I'm going to jump she in. I really want a mentor. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, and all of this is based on national standards set by Big Brothers, Big right. Sisters of America. So it's yeah. that every Big Brothers, Big Sisters has to follow. So it's nothing that we started. However, I will say that Kansas Big Brothers... Big Sisters, our organization, we take their standards a step further because in a lot of areas across the country, they don't do a home visit Mm. for the volunteers. And our board just said, you know, we can geographically make that happen. And it's a safety measure that I think we just need to go to the home and make sure it's a safe place to take the child. So some of those measures we've kept stepped up a little bit just to protect the child in the end and make sure it's a great place for them to go. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. That's a great effort. Okay, so you, I'm kind of, I don't know if you've realized, but I'm kind of actually working through those seven things that Holly had written about. The first one was, you know, with social isolation, we just have kids out there that, that are in need of really good relationships like that. That was kind of the first one. The second one was um, that there are kids who are waiting for that best fit, and that's where that match comes in, right? So we can ensure that adults as well as kids are gonna be matched very, very well, right? Yes. Um, and then the third one is just really understanding like you can affect change and bridge gaps of understanding with people of different backgrounds. Um, do you have any encouragement or anything for someone who might be thinking of becoming a mentor of maybe if they're in the position of, I don't know if I'm the right person. I don't think I could do that. Could I really make a difference? What would you say to that? Oh my gosh, we've seen it happen so many times. And I would say I've talked to a lot of bigs and I'm a big. Um, and when I first went into to it, you know, I was like, what little girl wants a 50 year old, you know, big sister? They do. They They're do. super hungry for it. She called me sissy from day one. And uh, so they're very hungry for it, first of all. Second of all, every experience is special. I mean, the littlest things. I remember my little had never been to a mall or on an escalator or planted flowers or, you know, so many things that we take for granted, they've just never done. And Mm. so that part's very easy. Um, But we have story after story. I mean, there's one in particular, um, his name is Mark and he's been a big for a long time and his little is now in college, but um, he, his story is, and I've known him most of this time, he's been matched since the young man was probably about six. And uh, he kept saying, I don't know if I'm making a difference. Mm. And you know, uh, we just go do this and this and blah, blah, blah. In the end, this young man's father had been incarcerated most of his life and wasn't involved. And so he asked, Mark to walk with him at senior night and he did that and um, and at the end the dad was there and the dad turned around and mouthed thank you to him and Jamal has since on video and other things said all kinds of things about the impact Mark has had on him so I mean I don't think you always know you're making a huge impact when they're six seven eight but they're watching you I mean they're learning from you so I mean you have other stories, Haley, that well, you're thinking I was, of? I was just add on that just a little bit when I am working with volunteers, and I even remind myself personally as a mentor. But you never—it's kind of how for those of you who either work with kids or have kids or your own, my kids never. Maybe a bad mom. Just kidding. Never come home and say, oh, my gosh, mom, you did awesome today. I learned so many things from you. Thank you for cleaning my toilet. Yeah, they never do that. And so that's a similar uh, thing from the mentor side. You know, you see your kids grow up 
and want to go, you know, continue their education yeah. or, you know, give back to the community, which is a huge, great part of being a big as well as mm-hmm. you, if you have kids. It really gives them that desire to give back to the community and kind of have a different perspective. Like even though I'm nonprofit income and I don't have everything in the mm-hmm. world, but my kids, when we go into these neighborhoods, it's kind of shocking to them that not every kid has an iPad. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, you know. So it, that's kind of a. Uh, anyway, in, in the long run, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Shelly knows I, I'm pretty uh, pretty bad at that. Yeah, <laughs> it no, really is. No, I heard you. Like, um, yeah, your kids. I mean, you don't know what they're picking up. You but don't then know our what match support specialists will go talk to these littles and their parents, mm-hmm. and they're like gushing. Oh my gosh, I love my big so much. You know, so the big yeah, doesn't is. always know it, but they mm-hmm. hear it through. Yeah. You know, that is my favorite part of having that match support. I mean, obviously, is there's a child safety component to that, and making sure. sure that we're setting goals together and achieving these goals. But it's kind of fun to have that third party to say, you know, oh my gosh, I just talked to your little and she had so much fun and she learned X, Y, and Z and she's doing better in school. Mm. Um, so you're not getting that feedback maybe directly from them or maybe even not from their guardian, but that match yeah. support will but provide it's that. But it's kind of fun. It's happening. Yeah. How true is that in general, though, of really any good work that we're doing or that we're putting out in the world, <laughs> oh the world right? How much do we question ourselves and say, oh, what am I doing? Is this making a difference? Am so I true. banging my head against the wall? And it's not until you see something from the outside or you see kind of a slow change that you can really see, okay, this is good work. You know, I will say, I don't think we feel that way. We hear mm-hmm. about and see this kind of change almost every day and get to, I mean, we say it's the greatest gig ever because we do get to work with great people, but we also get to hear these great stories. So all through the pandemic and then through the racial injustices that we faced this year, we got to hear, we got to see bigs coming in and hear the stories of how these virtual matches were going. So we got to hear good things through all of that you know so that's something that i saw when i was looking on your blog at this article is that you guys are capturing those stories and to a certain degree i'm sure you know there's privacy and things but and you are sharing those stories on on the blog is that correct we just started there. it this summer actually okay. we have a whole repertoire of different stories so that we want to share out. so yeah. we're trying to get one out at least quarterly but maybe even more often than that if you're listening holly it's monthly now right <laughs> anyway yeah we have a lot um that we've captured over the years but they've yeah. not been in one place and they've not necessarily been on video sure. and so this mm-hmm. the social distancing and all of that stay at home kind of forced us to really figure out video yeah. and go to that which has been a great benefit to right. us mm-hmm. right so for anybody listening if you guys are interested in um maybe finding those stories or following them as you guys put them out um i will put in our show notes i'll put links to like your website and your blog and all that kind of stuff so that people can maybe follow you and can get in on some of those stories. Great. Yes, that'd be good. So I'm going to um, kind of pause within the the list and the article that I'm going through um, because we're talking about the kind of change that we're making. Earlier, as you sat down, we were having this big discussion of how the the, uh, connection of human trafficking and anti-trafficking work. That's okay. So Holly is giving me a signal. She actually has to leave. So that's okay. I greatly apologize. That's okay. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on here. Thank you for getting the word out. Yes. One more plug as a volunteer manager, but I know you'll get there, but... Um, we definitely have a huge need for bigs now more than ever. I mean, yeah, more than ever. So these sure. kids are going to be engaged somewhere. 
and we want them to be with a positive um, influence and a positive engagement. So anyway, absolutely. Thank you, so thank much, you for Holly. being here, Holly. And most okay. of our waiting littles are boys. I just called you Holly. Your name's Haley because <laughs> I keep referencing Holly in the article. All right. So one of the things we were talking about whenever we sat down was this connection between um, anti-trafficking, right, or human Mm -hmm. trafficking and mentors and how mentors make such a big difference in um, creating a relationship for kids that really can impact them and influence them to stay out of trafficking. So let's talk about that connection a little bit, if you don't mind. No, that let's okay? do. I mean, yeah. as Haley was exiting, she said these kids are going to get engaged somewhere mm. and they are just looking for someone to simply spend time with them and take an interest in them and show them different things, what's possible in their lives. And uh, so that part is really easy. And, and we know from, and I don't, I'm no expert in human trafficking, but I know that three of the primary reasons are these youth or people are in poverty, their families are broken down, and they lack the education. And so those those are three of our highest adversities that we have the sure. most kids that face. And so I think if we can just change their perspective, give them another adult that says, you know, how was your day today? You know, because some of them don't get that and uh, just takes an interest that they can talk to. They don't need to go looking for that elsewhere or they might we even we even work at training our bigs on some of the things they might be saying that could look like human trafficking. And Mm. we're trying to get actually a training together just on that Mm. for our bigs. We have three trainings that our bigs have to go through now that kind of just kind of talk to them about what it's the kids facing adversity and what that might yeah. look like for them as a mentor. Um, but human trafficking is a big part of that and being able to spot that, I think, um, or the possibility of that. So you would have be some big. trainings for mentors to possibly identify some yes. red flags of yes. trafficking in your youth. And we're trying to put together training just on that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. That's really, really great because that's one of the things about trafficking is that it's very hard to detect sometimes with kids and it's very relational. And so if you have a positive influence that's constantly getting into a kid's world, yeah, yeah, they can much easier maybe stop something from happening before, you know, it it goes so far that a kid is kind of trapped in a situation. Because these big little relationships do become pretty close. And so it is it is geared to be a friendship, a close friendship. And that is kind of what evolves. And so, you know, the hope is that the kid might mention something to the big that, you know, this person said they could give me this job or this yeah. person said they could, you know, do this for me. Sure. And the big might go, hmm, I was playing this, this game person? online yeah. or I was talking to somebody. Yeah. On, yeah. 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 So Absolutely. Yeah. So I think um, it meshes very well together. I think our bigs, we don't want to, you know, overwhelm them with that responsibility. But I think we all know more and more every year that we need to be on the lookout for this Mm -hmm. for our kids, not just the kids we serve, but our all of our kids. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing that as parents. Right. And we're very vigilant and we want to watch our kids. Um, But being a mentor gives you the opportunity to to do that same thing for kids that maybe don't have that kind of look at parent who has been educated on this and is in a position where they can watch out for that their kid in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of just look out for them, help them out a little bit extra. I mean, that that is the goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that you guys are going to be doing that. And I think that's fantastic for your mentors too, to put those tools in their pocket. And it's important. I mean, it'd be really good. It's important for the kids we serve. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's okay with you, there was something else 
kind of just another direction I wanted to go. Sure. The fifth thing on the article, um, it just says pumpkin patches. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you can kind of, I don't, I don't know if you know what that means or if there's any rumble in your office about what that means, but um, it's just, uh, like you said earlier, you know, some of, like you had said with your little, you know, maybe they've never planted flowers before. Maybe they've oh. never been to a pumpkin patch. Maybe they've never done those things that you may do with your kids that, you know, they haven't experienced. And so I think that's one of the important pieces that mentors should know is that this isn't, um, the time commitment is not beyond what you can give. Um, and you don't have to, you know, come up with some new creative resource to try to entertain a got kid, some, right? I've got a couple of great bring stories. bring them into your life. So I would love to hear some stories um, on that. Tom Windish, who's an executive at Cargill, he is a great big and he's he's a part of a family match. And I don't think a lot of people know that we have couples matches and family matches. He's a part of a family match. He had four kids. And so Jamal is between, sorry, it's Javel in between his four kids is age. So they've been matched for quite a while, but when they were first matched, Tom told the story about how they had him over for Sunday dinner. And his wife, Christy, said, it's time for dinner. And all his kids ran to the table, and Javel ran to the couch and was jockeying for the best seat in front of the TV, because Javel came from a single mom, a very um, hardworking, two jobs, single mom. He had no siblings. So this opportunity to be a part of this big family, you know, with a wife and a husband and four kids, it was his favorite thing was Sunday dinner, because he, yeah. he didn't have that opportunity. That was no extra work for Christy other than putting a plate on the table. Sure. And then there's there's another big that called in recently because he was a little concerned because he had taught his little to mow and work on the mower. <laughs> and But the little loved it so much, he wanted to keep coming over and mowing his lawn. So he was a little <laughs> concerned of how this looks. But the kid was very mechanically inclined again and wanted to learn you know all the tools that you use yeah. in the yard and do it was a sincere yes friendship so, here about learning to mow the lawn it wasn't hey i'm gonna yes. get a little and so he can mow my lawn oh dear very oh dear. simple things and with my little one of the things she liked was we like i said she'd never planted flowers i was i needed to go to the nursery i was gonna put some flowers on my thing but it was my night with her and so i said do you want to go to the nursery she said what's a nursery so i just said Here, here's your pot you know, you got to find some flowers with some sun and, yeah. you know, you yeah. know what? That takes sun. And she'd never, you know, she didn't have a it's guard. And so she'd never been to a nursery. She never planned a pot. And so that was just, you know, she said to me often, this is the best day of my life. Oh, <laughs> I know? love that. But the easiest things. Yeah. So it really, a lot of bigs bake together, play sports together. I mean, whatever things it is. that we're already doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even okay. going to the store is fun to some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so couples match and family match. Tell yes. me more about that. Well, we make sure that obviously we have to make sure that it's okay with the littles that we're going to show you, but a couples match allows a couple, a little more flexibility. So, you know, it's, it wouldn't just be me match with my little. So if, if me and sorry, bad example, cause I'm not married, but if me and my husband sure. um, wanted to go pick, if I was out of town or something, he could go pick up the little or my wife could, and we do things together sometimes and not together sometimes. So that's a great match because a lot of 
85% of our kids are from single parent homes. So just yeah. kind of seeing how husbands and wives interact is a, is a great experience for them. And then um, the family matches we're, we're pretty particular with because a lot of our kids come from big homes and they're really looking for the one-to-one. But some of them, like Javel aren't in that situation and you know even in the even in the family match that I was discussing Tom and Christy Tom and Christy would take him sometimes Tom would just take him sometimes you know so we do kind of push even in those relationships some one-to-one time but yeah we do individuals couples and families yeah that sounds like it could be really helpful if um maybe one of the barriers in a mentor's a potential mentor's mind is that you know the time commitment i don't know how i could make that work outside of my family or in the realm but a family match or a couple match you know if you can kind of bridge those pieces together and bring them into weave your it in, bring yeah. them into the yeah that sounds really tom literally anytime they were going to go do something with their family they would just pick him up and just he, bring him along just bring him along that's fantastic. Yeah. That's so, fantastic. And it also, he would tell you, is great for his kids because they got to see, you know, the other side of right and, and the privilege that they have and maybe appreciate it a little bit more. Sure. So valuable Absolutely. for them. And make a new friend. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. They're it broaden he, kind of I mean, their he's experience been in their family now for seven, eight years, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um I had I wanted to ask another question and I just lost it. Um one of the things you talked about earlier is the that you guys are different different from Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, some of the group experiences. Mm-hmm. What is so important about the one-on-one experience? Well, there are three levels of youth development nationally, and without going into too much detail, it's primary, secondary, and tertiary. Primary is basically the group mentoring. So it is what the YMCA after-school programs, the Boys and Girls Club, other organizations do so very well. And it's very needed because some kids just need a place to go, a safe place to hang out after school that's going to be constructive. Um, it's awesome. But maybe there's a kid at Boys and Girls Club, and this ha- this happens regularly, that they see is struggling a little bit more or they know something's happened in the family. That kid could use a little more one-on-one attention because of something he's facing. Sure. And so they'll refer to us and likewise, if we see someone that doesn't have quite as much adversity, we'll just recommend them to the Boys and Girls Club or the Y. Um, But the one-to-one is just really focused on and we set goals when when we make a match We'll talk to the little and their parent or guardian and say, what is it you'd like them to improve? Is it is you'd like to see their grades improve or just their self-esteem is always a big one? Um, You know, where is it you would like to see this child end up? And then, you know, we kind of help the big with our match support specialists along the way, help them say, well, you know, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing this to help get the kid where where they want? you know, improvements, I guess, improvements. And, and I think you can get that from group mentoring, but I think the one-to-one is so much more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the kids that with as much adversity as we're the ones we're serving. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Um, yeah. And like we had said earlier, even before we started recording, we had such great conversation as we, even before we got started, (laughs) um, that is, you know, even for all of us, not just these kids, but for all of us, we need all those different kinds of relationships. You know, we need the group environment and we need the work and we need the school and we need those kind of relationships. But then we also need one-on-one in our lives too. It's the same for these kids. Yeah. They need the one-on-one and and new experiences and just uh, maybe someone to show them 
something they've never seen before that they yeah. maybe can go to college or get a trade or work on a car or you know yeah. certain hobbies they've never done it yeah. just kind of opens up other other doors for them i guess yeah it opens up the possibilities yeah. to them about things that they may not have seen or even known was it available them to them special and yeah. valued and i guess every kid should feel that yeah 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 i'm absolutely agree and i yeah. think every kid should be able to see what is available to them yeah right well, yeah as much as we all can do that but yeah if yeah. we all you know if every kid could come home with an someone there saying how was your day mm-hmm. what was good what was bad you know yeah. talk to me about it yeah be a better place right yeah yeah Yeah. it would it would and that's what we're working towards with this so let's talk a little bit about um the the kind of the outcomes and the success rate um that's one of the things that was mentioned in this article and you can you know speak into this however you'd like um it it says here 85 percent of littles are confident they can say no to drugs violence and skipping school 87% of littles have better grades, academic goals, and confidence. 91% of littles report confidence in completing their schoolwork. 80% of littles plan to graduate high school and college. These all seem um, academic, mostly academic, and then, you know, drugs and violence and skipping school um, of some pretty serious positive outcomes. Very positive. And, of course, this is, again, uh, through National Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, when every youth is matched, we do a a baseline survey. And then at designated times throughout the match, and I believe it is the three-month mark when they're first matched, and then every year after that, we do other follow-up surveys that then put into our national database and we can pull out on our program or each kid the outcomes wow. and you know i i can't i can't say enough this works y'all yeah it just works and it really isn't anything more than you spending a little time with a kid yeah and the self-esteem is a big one to me it's always the there's a question in there when we enroll children i gotta i gotta stick with the mic um the thing that worries me the most is that 50 50 percent of the kids that we enrolled last year report feeling isolated they have Mm. no interests no hobbies that was last year yeah that's just the kids that we in our my little world over here that we enrolled 50 percent of them are being bullied i mean you know that's that's concerning that is concerning and that's concerning for human trafficking because those are specifically the kids that are looking for something for someone and those are the kids that traffickers are looking for yeah and they're very good at identifying that and that number fluctuates a little bit but it's uh it's a pretty high number most of the time i think that's what i love about the way that um this is written is that littles are reporting confidence in completing their schoolwork and so you know this isn't saying hey their grades have improved it's them telling an adult you know I feel like I can complete my schoolwork. Yes. I feel like maybe I, I have plans to graduate high school. And yeah. that's really, really big. Yeah, it's that, really, really the, big. Our match support specialists will sit down with, for those surveys, we'll survey the big, the parent and guardian, and the little. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that from all areas, but that is little reported. Yeah. 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 Self-reported. So. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. If you've got a kid who has confidence in themselves, hey, this is something that I feel like I can do now. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. And and our biggest job in it all is to find the mentors and make those best fit matches. Yeah. That's that's our biggest responsibility in it. The rest of it just kind of takes care of itself. 
that's what it takes. Yeah. So unfortunately, like I said earlier, we could probably have hours of conversation. And I feel like this conversation was a little bit all over the place because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I wanted to talk about this and you said something earlier. And that's why I, I was like, well, let's go through these seven things because yeah. that might keep my brain on track. Well, I could we just told talk you and talk when and talk. we came in, we are talkers and we haven't been out of the house I for No. <laughs> so um, we do have to go ahead and, and you know, kind of wrap this conversation up. But I think... Um, just one of the last things that I want to ask. So what would be a next step? Let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, maybe this is something I should find out about. What should yes. they do? It's it's so very easy. And we are not a hard sell. Like I said, we're trying to make long lasting matches. So if it is not the right time for someone to be a big, we get it. We're not going to hard sell it. But you come to an information session. We give them periodically. Well, now we'll do them pretty much any time that's available for you via Zoom. Yeah. And it takes about 30 minutes to kind of go through the program. And then at the end, we'll ask you, are you interested moving forward? Or no, you're not. And then we schedule an interview. But, um, you know, I, I guess I would say in this world, nothing is COVID safe. Sure. But um, um, this type of mentoring is a little safer in that it is just you and your child. Mm-hmm. You're little. Yeah. And, um, you know, there were during the stay at home, they were meeting virtually or some bigs were dropping off envelopes and stamps sure. and paper on, on their doorsteps so they could send mail, which some of these kids which had never really sent fun. mail before. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun for them. And so that was inspiring. And now we just have guidelines for our bigs. Um, we They can meet in person again, but we ask them to not travel more than 10 or 15 minutes in a car, wear your masks in the mm-hmm. car, do outside activities when you can. Um, some bigs, I mean, we're very flexible with it. Some of them are still not comfortable with it and are still meeting virtually. Some are willing to do that. So I guess I would say we're very willing to try and work with you and find the right little for you to make it comfortable in this environment because mm-hmm. these kids need it more than ever. They absolutely more than do. ever. They absolutely do. And it sounds yeah. like one of the things you had talked about before was the the time commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Committing to a year and how important that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in my mind, when I'm thinking about this, it almost sounds like, gosh, that would be a big commitment. But the way that you're describing it and the, the options that you have and the flexibility, it sounds very, very doable for it, any it really adult. Is. Our community-based match, we ask that you meet with your little two times a month for the time it takes to do an activity. So basically I would go pick up my little on Tuesdays every other Tuesday, Yeah, not every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, we'd go do something. Maybe it's bake cookies or watch a movie. And then I take her home. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing special. It's very, very doable. But it becomes very special. <laughs> it becomes very special. Yeah. So I will include all the information in our show notes to link back to you guys' websites and whatever in case somebody's like, I want to click on something. I either want to just find out some information or maybe yes. they're wanting to, to jump in. Um, do you have any last thoughts or anything else that you just would want to put out there for anybody considering being a mentor? Or maybe if we already have mentors listening... You know, I, I, you know, I talk to a lot of mentors and I am one, you know, I talk to them all the time. And I think what they say is if I could express to people how good it makes you feel. I mean, I have not met a big yet that hasn't said to me that they got almost as much out of this as probably their little did. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is very valuable to to your human experience, you know, and you learn from them. And I think that's kind of the interesting Mm. thing. And, um, yeah, I've learned a lot from my little that things I didn't know about her culture. And, um, so it's been 
just a very good back and forth and and you'll find that we match you very well and so the personalities just kind of click yeah it's so i i would suggest to check it out i mean if not through us mentoring is important and we all should be doing it absolutely yeah absolutely and i'll just add one last note that you know as we are considering what really makes a big difference on on human trafficking and preventing human trafficking um good relationships solid positive relationships in a kid's life that's like a number one thing yeah it's a number one thing and sometimes it only takes one and sometimes it only takes one and so this is yeah. so so important um yeah. thank you so much for being here no and this for being was fun. patient with this conversation gosh we no. could have gone a hundred million different directions <laughs> i feel like the three of us could have literally talked an entire day we may day. need to to do another podcast um where we talk about some stories we talk about some other elements of this i think that'd be really fun oh we'd love it i think that would be good we like um, to brag about it for sure absolutely Proud. well thank you again for being here yeah. today thank you amber All right, for further information about ICTSOS, how you can help donate or become a monthly sponsor of Look for the Helpers, please visit our website, ictsos.org, where today's show notes will be posted. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow us on social media at ICTSOS.